0: You are a grown human being, but just look at yourself. Look what you've become. You're addicted. It started when you were young, just a little bit here and there. And over time, you can't get enough of video games. Welcome to One More Game. They keep making them, and we keep playing them. And everyone around us will keep nagging.
1: Boy, you guys sure do
0: complain a lot. If it's video game news, reviews, and commentary... We're talking about it. So when your life doesn't allow you to spend time playing games, we've got you covered. This is the One More Game Podcast. And now your hosts, The Stroke and Swift Meta.
1: All right, gamers, welcome to One More Game Podcast, episode 11. Today is 8 May 2022. I am your host, The Stroke. I'm here with the incomparable Swift Buddy, how's it going, dude? (laughs) Good, man. How are you? Good. How's your mother?
2: Uh, She's uh, good, actually. She just flew out this morning. She was here this, uh, I guess my parents got here on Thursday. Uh, So they've been here this weekend hanging out, helping us around the house, which is always nice to have uh, an extra two sets of hands to help do things. Uh, and they're back in Virginia at their house safe and sound
1: nice yeah moms have a way of doing things that around the house that you would just never dream of like think of doing like oh yeah just putting little knickknacks here or making something look better there it's like nice well
2: (laughs) she finds projects every Mm. time this time (laughs) we actually had a list Shannon and I had a list of things hey uh yeah mom we we need help with this specifically (laughs)
1: oh nice yeah
2: they nailed it
1: gainfully employed earning her keep in the home like you uh you didn't do when you were living with her so uh that's true that's nice cool well happy mother's day everyone if you're a mother out there watching this oh so entertaining podcast about video games um thank you for joining us and thank you for what you've done in life i just got off just got off skype with my mom um so that was a good time with the kids but uh nice yeah, so far we're not having any issues like we did last week, so knock on wood there, but welcome to the chat if you're here joining us live on Twitch, and uh, we're happy to have you. If you're one of our loyalists, thank you for the continued support, and uh, if you're brand new and uh, just checking us out, go ahead and hit that follow button, that little heart really helps us out, and uh, we're, we're like 16 Twitch followers from being an uh, affiliate, so, you know, hook, it,
2: hook yeah. your brother up.
1: <laughs> we're almost there. Cool, uh, dude, because it's Mother's Day, let's see if you got any, you or the chat got any uh, experience, any memories, fond memories of gaming and, and mothers, like, what do you, you got any uh, cool memories of trying to teach your mom how to play something or, or anything like that?
2: Yeah, I honestly don't, uh, I was, I was trying to think about this, yeah, uh, Borks in the chat, Happy Haircut Day, too, so it does oh. look cool, it looks cool. a little crisp.
1: Gold medal, gold medal.
2: Thanks. I <laughs> love that. New <laughs> <laughs> um, I was trying to think about something from, you know, when I was a kid playing. I, I honestly don't think my mother has ever played a video game in her life.
1: Oh, that's disappointing. Well, All right. So I don't I,
2: know. Wh- yeah, I don't know where I got it from, but clearly not from her because we <laughs> did never, we never played anything together.
1: Maybe she's just an untapped, like, god tier. Uh, sniper yeah. and, and she just never knew just never knew it i know well maybe that'll be episode 12 where we have our moms come on and try to uh play uh Fortnite. <laughs> yeah cool man i've got a, i've got a couple that i remember um we sports playing with my mom julie uh was pretty entertaining uh watching her try to bowl and like trying to let her understand that it's not actual bowling so you don't need to like throw the controller <laughs> throw the controller yeah put yeah. that put
2: the, and, put the uh, strap around your wrist so yeah. just in case yeah you know.
1: and then i do remember we rented um it was like a i think it was called wave race but you basically rode jet skis it was on n64 and i that, remember
2: that's one of my favorite <laughs> n64 games of Is all it? time nice oh yeah
1: yeah i remember renting that from the old blockbuster and uh trying oh, to play yeah. that with her and she was like Moving her hands as if she was literally on a jet ski, and I was like,
3: No, what stop? Hey, dude, yeah, I feel I like you. that's a very oh, Leo, right. uh, love you, What's up, buddy. You got
1: you got to go out because you <laughs> have you are not clothed. <laughs> All right, I love you, but you can't be on the team. Hold on, love you, <laughs> love you,
4: dude.
3: Uh, crazy kid sweet dude Uh, anything else to say to to your old mama uh no I
2: uh, happy obviously that all mothers exist because without them we wouldn't Um, so uh, for anybody
3: uh, chat listener or whatever if you're a mama then uh, thank you yeah appreciate it a lot love you and uh yeah. Keep on doing what you're doing because somebody's got to do it. That's right.
1: All right, dude. Well, with that, let's get into the video game news for the week. All right. So kind of a slow week in, in gaming, but we'll bring up a couple things. So Halo Infinite Season 2 released. And uh, to say it was bumpy would be a uh, an understatement. So not a lot going on. Great for this game. If they can't even uh, release their newest season without issues. But basically, uh, 343 jumped out and apologized right away. Um, What they said was, it definitely wasn't our goal to have a bumpy start. We are indeed taking your feedback at heart, especially regarding map jumps and speed running. And we are reviewing options uh, and more news to come. There was like some issues with automatic weapons just like glitching and jamming. So like, I don't... Kind of just sounds like some really good realism, but uh, yeah, right, <laughs> definitely not intended. And uh, I did see some crazy uh, tweets of videos like showing people trying to play co op and it just like freezing the game and sending them to the menu and all kinds of weirdness. So oh. that sucks, dude. Well, I know,
2: I know it, when they initially launched, there was all kinds of weirdness if you were pl- playing cross platform, which again, as a whole, you know, at, overall a few uh companies have figured it out, a few are still struggling with it, I feel like. Right. Um, because there there were all kinds of stuff when Halo Infinite launched initially where we would be searching for a game and it would just glitch and nobody could find do anything until everybody backed out of the lobby. You had to rejoin parties, all you know, all, all kinds of stuff. So sounds like they're still struggling a little bit with uh with that type of stuff.
1: Yeah, it's disappointing to say the least, but I don't really think it was going to save them anyways. I I think the game is dead, unfortunately. All right, well, yeah, we've talked about it before, but uh, I mean, the hits keep coming for Halo fans out there, and if you're still playing that game,
3: you know, good for you. (laughs) Thanks thanks for struggling through it.
1: Yeah, thanks for your service to the uh, UNSC.
3: Yeah, that's right.
1: Although I, what, if, if the um, co-op is actually working eventually, like I would like to at least try it with one of, one of the bros and uh, check it out. I actually haven't yeah. beat, beat that game yet, but:
2: I didn't actually even buy the
3: game. I've just been playing the uh, the multiplayer.: Multiplayer. yeah, yeah. Yes the, the, the campaign is cool. Eh, I don't know. the story sucks. Yeah, all right, <laughs> whatever.
1: It, it's fun because they put that grappling hook in there, like on multiplayer. You have that just all the time in um, in the story mode. Oh, okay. So you, there's the the movement feels a lot better. It feels a lot more like uh, Apex Legends, almost like with how yeah mobile you are. Okay. Cool. All right. Well, next bit of news that we'll talk about is if you're a Fortnite fan, like uh, my buddy Swift here, and now me. Uh oh. Uh oh! More to follow. We got him. <laughs> More to follow on that one, but uh, you can now play as the Scarlet Witch. Uh, so basically they announced you can get the skin, and she'll have a back bling. I guess is the the cool kid term for the stuff that you wear on your backpack. Uh, but yeah, so that'll be kind of cool. Let me see if I can get a little uh, preview of what you're gonna get up here. So yeah, here's the skin and uh i guess when you start you doing damage to the um to any other players that red like nexus power that she has will start flashing and that should be kind of cool but this game does such an awesome job like throwing in
3: the most up to date pop culture stuff into the game yeah
2: i don't i don't know how they do it uh it it's like you said it's it's amazing the fact that they can take something from and Scarlet Witch, yeah, like we've heard about her previously, obviously in the Marvel movies, so it's been a little while, but just the the things that they throw into the game, I don't know how they do it because it's like I don't know how they have the rights to Yeah. Emotes I mean... when they play music or characters from the Marvel universe. You know, like it's in the this season's Battle Pass, uh Doctor Strange is the like t- 100 tier right
1: yeah it blows my Um, mind like
2: so i i don't know how they get the rights to it but they've they've done an awesome job of combining all that stuff into the game
1: yeah they're making deals with everyone like way in advance right like dr strange comes out in the season before the movie even releases it's like yeah how they how they roll but i don't know hi nana f16 welcome to the chat all right cool man are you uh are you a Scarlet Witch fan? Did you watch the, uh, what was it called? WandaVision?
2: I did watch WandaVision. Yeah. I, the, fir- the first two episodes, I was like, what is happening? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, it, you know, it's a very uh, large arc of a story, but it, I thought it was good. I, I love uh, the Scarlet Witch. It helps that she's, you know, a very beautiful actress. and
1: Yeah, that's uh, not...
3: Not bad.
2: (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, but happy to see her in game. Can't wait. Can't wait to play as her. Although I'm not spending my V bucks on that.
1: Oh yeah, save those V bucks for something really cool, like a like a sick dance move. That's right. Cool. All right, man. (laughs) Moving on to something a little more serious. Uh, so Blizzard has hired this nice lady named Jessica Martinez. She's the first vice president of culture over there. Um, at Blizzard, so it's kind of crazy to me that they've never had someone in charge of like yo, how is it to work here? (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Yeah, so she... Well,
2: clearly they didn't.
1: Right, yeah, there's... So this is kind of a good step in the right direction. Probably a little bit of uh, Microsoft's uh, demands when they made that deal was to kind of clean up the the situation over there, but um, she's not coming in without experience she worked at the walt disney company um uh, chief of staff and key strategic advisor at the, the parks so like she's oh, nice yeah she's gonna be a, a good fit i think for kind of making life over there a little better for
3: workers that's good
1: yeah what do you think like are you just kind of like are you kind of just waiting for these these news articles to go away and like see that they're putting their money where their mouth is before you kind of Care or uh,
3: yeah, I mean, I don't know. I I think as far as I can
2: tell, they're doing their uh, due due diligence, for lack of a better word, you know, to to hopefully get things in the right space, because clearly with all the articles and news coming out of that place for the, you know, the past year, it hasn't been good over there. So at least it seems like they're making an effort. Uh, which, and I don't know that. I'm sure there are people who really care and have kind of, you know, boycotted in quotations some of the games. Uh, but it seems like they're they're trying to trying to get back to a good place where people enjoy working there and they uh, can make a solid product. So I'm excited to see what happens.
1: Yeah, I hope she, uh, you know, hope she has a a good impact and um, kind of clean some things up, but. Really at the end of the day, uh it's up to the individual workers not to be uh shitheads. So we'll ho- hopefully that uh kind of gets cleaned up. But we'll see. Yeah. Cool. All right, man. Lastly, news-wise. I don't know if you know the anything about this, but the World Video Game Hall of Fame is they come out every year with like the games that they think belong and and these are like heavy hitters. So like We're talking Grand Theft Auto, the original Legend of Zelda, Sonic the Hedgehog, the first game, Super Mario Brothers, the first game, Tetris, Halo, like, we ain't messing around. It's not just like everyone gets an award. So the 2022 inductees, are you ready? I'm ready. I think you'll agree with both of these, but uh, we'll see. There's only two for for this year? Sorry, there's four. Okay. All right, you ready? Yep. Legend of Zelda, Ocarina of Time. Okay. Clear, like obvious. Obvious, yeah. That's like, if you ask. I can't believe it's not already yeah. in.
2: I don't know what the. To be honest, the, literally you saying there was a video game Hall of Fame right now is the first time I've ever heard of it. So, yeah, dude, you need to. Uh, Maybe I'm cul- not a good, a good gamer.
1: You need to know. get cultured. You know what yeah, I mean? Clearly. Stop paying attention to football and the, the pro football Hall of Fame. These are the yeah, things right. that matter that's right all right next up miss pac-man so i mean okay big time i don't know i don't know if pac-man is on there but uh i don't think there'd be a miss pac-man without pac-man but right all right ddr dance dance revolution
3: no kidding yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> how's your uh, how's your fancy footwork on ddr oh it's not good yeah i'll be honest uh we got a buddy, for that I don't think he's in the chat. He's probably spending time with his wife and mother, but uh he he told me that uh Buttered toast, he used to be like almost a professional dance dance revolution player. <laughs> really? Yeah. So I'd like to see wow. him uh oh, that's awesome. I'm gonna take him in an old arcade and see uh how he does.
2: Yeah, when we come out in October uh, and see you guys. Yeah, in in Austin, you'll have to bring him down, and we'll get him on the on, on, the, on the stage
1: the, on the old pad. All right. Yeah. And then, lastly, uh, Civilization, Sid Meier's Civilization. Okay. So
3: yeah, big time hitters. What do you think? Any uh, any qualms? I, I mean I don't know. I guess. You could consider most things video games. I don't I don't see Dance Dance
2: Revolution really as a video game, but I know it's basically the same thing as Guitar Hero or that thing that you play on the Oculus where you're swiping lightsabers. Beat uh, Saber. Beat Saber. Uh, So I guess those are games. Dance Dance Revolution never really registered in my book as a. As a video game, but I mean, it clearly is if it's up for potential video game Hall of Fame.
1: Oh, yeah, dude. I remember going over um, to my buddy's house and he had, on PlayStation, he had these little pads that you could buy. The pads? Yeah. yeah. And he wouldn't let you, you couldn't, you had to be wearing socks if you used it, because <laughs> he didn't want you to rip it with your sweaty feet. I'm like, dude, who,
2: yeah. just get out of here. Um, so that's cool. Um, obviously, Ocarina of Time is the one out of I played Civilization. Yeah. Uh, I forget what the third one was other than DDR and.
1: Miss Pac-Man.
2: Miss Pac-Man. Yeah. As a kid in the arcade, I would spend time on Pac-Man and Miss Pac-Man, but not a ton. Ocarina of Time is the one that obviously stands out in my mind because I spent so much time in that game. And then my sister wanted to play and she would get scared in the temple, so I had to walk her through it, or just play scary parts for her. You, you know, I, <laughs> there's just... I have uh, so much history with that game. That,
1: Dude, the I mean, shadow temple is pretty scary. Yeah. Like, looking yeah. back on it.
2: Well, to be fair, she was scared w- in, like, the first zone where you're learning how to fight, and there was a little spider, ah. and she was like, ah! <laughs> so.
1: Well, you know, not all of us can play uh, scary games. <laughs> That's right. All right, cool. Well, that's basically all we got for you this week news-wise, which, uh, you know, that's good. We'll get back, spend time with your families after we uh, finish this episode, but thanks for uh, joining us. All right. Let's move on to the game's radar for the week. All right. First one on the docket is a little game that's, it's already been out on a lot of other systems, but, uh, Coming out on PS4, PS5, May 10th is a game called Unpacking. It's just a little puzzle game, right? And uh, it's pixelated kind of from an isometric view. Kind of indie looking, but basically you just have, you're in a room and you have this little container and it has stuff in it and you're supposed to unpack it like real life and put it where it goes in your house. Um, But through that, it kind of tells you a little story, I guess, uh, so I hear. Uh, but yeah it's got a lot of like gaming references and um old school like 90s pop culture references kind of give you some nostalgia like look at this old computer in your little dorm room so if you're into kind of a chill uh little little puzzler this might be uh the one for you you played this yet it's no
2: that that seems uh i've never heard of it or played it until now but uh I kind of want it it seems very therapeutic
1: yeah that's I was saying I was like
2: I I like to be organized and you know you wouldn't know it walking into my house but that it seems very cool to just be like and this goes there I mean in that first picture you showed there's the butcher block with the knives in it that's on one of the burners on the stove clearly that doesn't belong there
3: Um, yeah exactly so
2: so it, it does seem very therapeutic as far as like you know if you're into a little bit ocd like i am yeah uh, i mean as far as where things go it seems nice to just no kidding you get to organize and you don't have to do it in your house you just play it on a video game
1: right like there's a small part of me that li- and i think everyone kind of likes unpacking like mo- after you move moving itself sucks but like when you get to your yeah. new place and you're like hmm, how am I going to set stuff up? And where's it going to go? And and now exactly. you get to do that with some random person stuff? That seems kind of cool, actually. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Cool. Yeah, well, I like it. If, if uh, you want to check that out, it comes out on PS4, PS5, May 10th, and I believe it's already on Switch and
3: uh, PC, but uh, don't quote me on that. All right. Changing gears. <laughs> the Evil Dead, the game.
1: So if you're into, a big fan of those... Uh, the old movie or the uh, the recent one, a scary game coming out. You know, Minions of Hell. Hell, it looks like a co op kind of online experience, survival horror, um, zombie type situation. But yeah, that comes out for basically everything on May thirteenth. I think this was delayed already once. Um, but overall, looks kind of interesting. Might be kind of cool to like cooperatively survive a zombie onslaught with your with your homies. But You ever watch these movies back in the day, the the Chainsaw guy?
3: No, I don't. I know
2: I've said this uh, on the the podcast before, but I'm I'm not a fan of scary.
1: So Uh, this movie isn't actually scary. It was originally intended to be scary, but it's actually a comedy. Is it really? Yeah, it's actually at Uh, least the old one. I don't know about the new one, but I'm sure they I'm sure they went with the same vibe. Uh, Yeah. it's, it's, like, it's like an over-the-top horror comedy movie. Okay. Like, if you've seen Cabin in the Woods, it has a, a very... At, at least the end of Cabin in the Woods. But. Got it. Cool. Well, check it out if you're into uh, comedic scariness. Comes out May yeah. 13th on all platforms.
3: All right, dude. Anything else on the, on the Swift radar? Life? Gaming? Uh, no, totally. not really. We we uh, yeah, finally graduated our last
2: or our most recent B course on Friday. Had a piano burn, which we talked about in the, the prior episodes. And this week we're flying CT. I'm actually flying tomorrow with uh, easy, just oh, us nice, going dude. out to do BFM with some uh, new students in the back seat, teach them some stuff, hopefully. and. And then we start. They start flying the following Monday.
1: Cool. So for the listeners who aren't in the know in the fighter pilot world, what is BFM?
2: Uh, so what is basic fighter maneuvers is what it stands for. But it's just one. It's when you talk to somebody or see it in a movie. It's what you think of like dogfighting. Yeah. Right. We we try to one v one kill each other as quickly as possible. Obviously simulated, right? We're in training. Um but yeah, just one v one. A lot of lot of uh G's, which is uh not fun for us tall people like Taze and I.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, we, we can talk more about that in a later episode, but how to G yeah. strain, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. cool. Um yeah, for sure. It's out dog fighting is what I would call it, uh, to the to the lay person, but uh
3: um, yeah, sweet dude for uh, life for me, easy's wedding coming up. It's not yeah, buddy,
1: it's not too late, brother. Uh, just kidding, I'm pretty, pretty <laughs> sure, pretty, pretty it, sure it is, is too <laughs>
2: late. Imitating for like 10 years,
1: yeah. yeah, uh, sweet. Um, and then, uh, I think we might be planning a Disney trip for uh, Jen's birthday, so nice, keep you updated on that. But with that, we will get into a special segment for this week, which we brought up last week. So if you participated in our first ever one more game uh, giveaway, we asked you guys to order from best to worst the top 10 games of the last 10 years that we presented last week. And today we would like to reveal who that winner is. So, without further ado, drum roll. It was a very close it was a very close contest. We had a lot of submissions, and uh, you know, at the end, we just kind of chose the person that um, had the best name. so uh, for the first ever giveaway winner for one more game podcast, we have Bruno. So Bruno was actually only off on about three of the of the games on like the slots that we have them in um but uh overall i'll just read off our, our order real quick so witcher 3 heroes of the storm super mario odyssey destiny 2 overwatch god of war zelda breath of the wild Warzone, elden ring and star wars fallen jedi fallen order um. Congratulations, man. Go ahead and reach out to us via email, and we will get in contact with you on Steam and send you over your fifty dollars Steam, uh, gift card. And you know, buy a game. Tell us how you like that game, and maybe we'll review it on a f- for future episode. But uh, overall, dude, nice job, nice work. You definitely have been listening to our episodes based on how you rank the games, and uh, glad to see that you had a good time. Uh, With that, so I think he said that Witcher Three was his favorite of all those. Yeah, Witcher Three. So definitely
3: yours as well. And I have a lot of hours in it as well, so that's why we had it so high. Anything to say, Swift? No, uh, we. It's it's fun to, and hopefully we can
2: continue to to give back to you know our listeners. Uh, It's been a good time. Having some submissions, uh, but like Tay said, a lot of a lot of people were uh, very close. Just had a couple off, or you know, off by one or two. Uh, yeah, but but yeah, overall, Be- it, it was cool.
1: Beetleborgs, uh, easy. You and him were in the top running, and the only reason you lost is because you had uh, Heroes of the Storm way down low, which makes zero sense to me because it's the only game you're playing these days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, cool all right if you guys like that type of content you want to see more uh, contests like that we'd love to interact with you guys in that way and uh you can reach us on omg underscore podcast gg on twitter and instagram uh let us know what kind of other contests you'd be interested in and we will uh, make that happen all right swift we have an email this week you want to uh read that one
2: yeah, so the email comes from uh, Namtuo, who's typically in our um, twitch chat, but uh, uh, no, but he's going to listen. Um, question for the week. And chat, please. Uh, Easy, NANF16, Metalformer, whoever is in the chat. Please uh, help us participate in this question. Uh, but the question is, what is worse? A multiplayer game with a four-story mode? Or a story game with a forced multiplayer. Mm. Like uh, first initial impressions, Davis, what do you what do you think?
1: I'm trying to think of examples
3: of both, but my initial gut reaction is. Oh, man. I, I actually. Think that story games that have a multiplayer mode
1: sometimes can actually be pretty good. But I tend okay. to find that a game is that is built pretty much only on m- multiplayer and then they try to quickly throw in a story is always bad. like there's never a, a a one-off home run in that department i'm trying to I'm trying to think like overwatch is awkward in that situation because they it's multiplayer right? There's no other way to play it um, but there's this like they make cinematics and. They want you to feel like there's this little universe, but they never actually tell you like the full story, so you kind of fill in a lot of the blanks, like how the characters know each other, and there's a bunch of fan fiction out there. And I'm, I'm trying to think of other examples. You, can you think of anything else?
2: No, dude. I'm literally racking my brain. And again, uh, Chad, if, you're, if you can think of anything that
3: we're missing, I, I don't know... Of anything that, I mean, Overwatch, I guess, is a good example of what what you're saying. Like multiplayer game, not
2: necessarily a forced story mode, but there are a lot of, like you said, cinematics as far as trying to introduce you to this story that you're just like, uh, what? Yeah. What's,
1: um, what's happening? I like the cinematics because they look good, but I have no idea what's going on.
2: Yeah. There's some baby in a stroller and a monkey drops down, like rolling away and a monkey drops down in the street. And then,
1: you know, who <laughs> you knows you know, what's then happening? Tr- Tracer says, cheers, love the <laughs> yeah.
2: Um, So I don't know that I know of any specific ones. Um, I think the a story game with forced multiplayer, there's probably, you know, there's way better examples of that. Yeah, as far as kind of the like most MMOs, honestly.
1: Yeah, where it
2: starts out with a you know, you're it's telling this arc of a story, and then you can either opt in or opt out depending on the game, whatever it is. But then all of a sudden it's PvP, and you're playing other people, and you're like, I didn't, I didn't volunteer for this. (laughs) I'm here for the story.
1: Yeah, like uh, um Final Fantasy 14, like the PVP was yeah. pretty bad and they just kind of threw it in there. Some people like it, but yeah. Uh, there's a lot of people who say that uh Destiny feels that way. Like it's mo- mostly a a co-op. It is a story-driven co-op game. It is multiplayer, mm-hmm. but it's it's more of like cooperative and then the PVP feels very like forced. Yeah. I think the problem that you run into sometimes with games that try to do both is balancing, right? Like Destiny is a perfect example. One gun will be really good for like raiding or whatever, or just like PvE. And then that, that gun will be, have to be nerfed because it's way too good in PvP. So then it sucks now. Or there's certain guns that are not viable because if they made them stronger they would dominate in PvP. So there's a lot of stuff that happens like that. If you read like the updates in PvP, they're constantly having to like change um, stats on
3: weapons based on the fact that it has to work both ways, so to speak. Yeah. i trying to think of another op, another example. I, right. Yeah, I don't know, I just, I can't really think of a multiplayer game with a four story mode. I mean, Call of Duty at heart is a multiplayer
1: game, but they've always had stories too, and, and they work fine for the most part.
2: Yeah, and I would say it's not really forced, because you don't have to play the campaign. Oh, yeah,
1: true, true, true. Right. Um, you don't even so, have to buy it half the time. Uh, right. Yeah. Yeah, I but, don't know. Interesting question. I never, uh, never really contemplated that, but yeah it definitely makes sense um i ha- i there's an example of a like role-playing style game that that had pvp in it i can't remember i'll think of it but cool if you got any thoughts on that um listeners go ahead and leave us a a little tweet at omg underscore podcast and we'll uh we'll mention that on the next episode but great question Love the emails, guys. You guys were killing it this week based on the, uh, the contest and the, uh, the questions. But keep them rolling in. We really appreciate the support. And we'd love to bring you more uh, interactive content like that. Um, Four emails, didn't mention it before, but omgpodcastgg at gmail.com. Send us your thoughts. And we'll send you ours
3: every week. <laughs> Whether you like it or not. Mm-hmm. Cool, dude. Anything else to say uh, for that? Nope. All right. Well, then let's move on to our major topic for the week. Social gaming.
0: Listening to the One More Game Podcast. Keep we keep now, back to your hosts, The Stroke and Swift Alright,
1: we're gonna make this relatively quick, just so we can uh you guys can live your lives. Uh, but basically we just wanted to talk about the idea of video gaming as like a social thing rather than you know, locking yourself in your room for 7 days to beat Elden Ring like uh, some of our friends have. But
3: cool. So, what do you remember as a kid growing up playing uh, playing socially? Uh, you know, when we when we were growing up, it was it was the start
2: of this so-called, you know, dynasty uh you know, as far as video games. So, Yeah. There, there was no online, right? Oh, I and mean, no. it was all, back was in all my console. Day. Yeah. Back in my day, I walked uphill both ways to school and uh, in the snow and all the things. And I had to blow out my cartridges and plug them into my <laughs> N64, you know? Yeah. Um, so there was, there was obviously no online. Uh, actually I get, I should not say that. Uh, cause there was online and it was called age of empires. <laughs> And if you didn't have two phone lines like we did, <laughs> or like we did not, then I would spend seven hours playing Age of Empires 2. And my mom's like, hmm, I was expecting a call. Oh, Chad, are you in there playing it again? Yep, sure was. Uh,
1: yeah, but you'll be happy uh, to know that I've just destroyed the Byzantinians."
2: <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so there was online, but you couldn't chat, you know, voice. You could type and all that stuff. But, but. Bottom line, it, it started, for me, playing N64, um, Super Nintendo, all that stuff, right? And, and you would just take turns. right? You would sit there when your buddy played, and then after that game, if you were playing a sports game, or after that life, whatever it happened to be, then you would take over the controller and get in there, and it just you just had to, you know, swap, swap back and forth, basically. <laughs>
1: yeah i know exactly what you're talking about it was like and then you'd get into little scuffles because like oh no that didn't count or whatever like that's it
2: yeah exactly no no no. that was that was bs uh like i get he, another one
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh if you have a younger sibling you definitely know the uh the pains of it's my turn kind of arguments but yeah. uh cool well it's kind of funny because we, we always forget about this age but If you think about it, video games kind of started as a social thing in arcades. Like before home consoles, when you went to play video games, you were with tons of people gaming.
2: That is 100% true. And I completely scoffed that. Yeah. Uh, I know know Metalformer. Yeah, apologies. Yeah, that's absolutely true.
1: Metalformer is a, a champion of the old centipede ball. And yeah, he can tell you stories about little, they had like little arcade gangs that would basically go in there and take take over one machine and they learned how take to like over the
3: the best games <laughs>
1: yeah they learned yeah. how to cheat the the game so they could only spend one quarter and slide it in and out and all kinds of wackiness <laughs> cool organized cool. organized crime gaming there you go five uh, children <laughs> yeah and then we kind of got into a little more of a like uh different kind of social I like what you brought up um a couple episodes ago where it was like some people had this console and you knew which friends had you know super nintendo and then you knew another friend had sega so you'd be like over there I want to play these games and then they'd come over to your house to play whatever and uh I was hanging out with a buddy this last week and he was like dude you remember when you had buddies who were gamers in elementary school and you were like all right man I just beat ninja turtles and i'm gonna you want to borrow it and you're like yeah bring it to school on friday don't forget and then you bring yeah. the actual cartridge yeah and, and then your teacher would snag that up and be like you can have this after class oh no. <laughs> uh, sweet well yeah there's uh there's some, an old school take on the social uh social construct of gaming at least in the early days but and it kind of moved into a little more like isolated gaming right like you had a lot of Single-player games that came out in the early uh, eras, but you just took turns, and then it all changed yep. with couch co-op
3: and land parties. What 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 game do you think I'm referring to when I talk about land parties? Halo.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> See. Oh yeah. You can tell. You can talk to anyone. They're like, "All right, tell me about your best land party." Uh, Metalformer yeah. it says, Asteroids was a permanent game playing experience on one coin when you got good enough. So, yeah, so you basically mastered that game and you could throw in a quarter and play it for 17 hours.
2: <laughs> yeah, till the arcade closed and you're yeah.
1: kicked out. And the guy realized that he lost a bunch of money because you, you weren't actually spending the money that he thought you were. <laughs> right. You're not allowed back in here, kid. <laughs> Cool, yeah, man. I mean, th- I have pictures, you know, on disposable cameras developed at the 1-hour photo of me and my my bros in high school with Xbox consoles linked up in my room with like multiple TVs that are the size of freaking dresser drawers, like
3: Oh, yeah. What a time to be alive. Yeah, dude. It was so fun. Yeah, yeah. Beetleborgs in the chat.
2: Old, uh, easy Halo Land parties were some of my favorite gaming memories, of course, because it was the tr- it was the true, it was like the start of being, you know, gaming with the boys.
1: Yeah, it really was, you know,
2: like you go, you guys, you, you go down to the grocery store,
1: up. you buy 17 packs of six, six, uh, six packs of soda, A Surge, Surge. <laughs> get you some uh, jack in the box and then you just rage
2: yeah so so fun
1: yeah <laughs> miss those days man yeah but that's where it all kind of started to to kind of move in this direction that we're in nowadays and then once again xbox and halo kind of changed the game a little bit with communications so xbox live when that came out did you remember like rushing home from school and
3: grabbing your controller, throwing your nasty headset on and being like, yo, you on? Yeah, of course. It's it's kind of
2: like me now when I'm trying to rush home from work to, to game with you guys, you know? <laughs> just yeah. a little different.
3: Yeah, the gear is a little better, but same concept. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I... uh God. I just can't think I, it's hard for me to fathom like
1: how many hours I spent on Xbox you know what blows my mind about Xbox live back then what's that maybe it's maybe my mind is different like it doesn't quite remember how janky it was but to me it seems like the user interface and like the way that you interacted with people back then on Xbox live is way better than some of the stuff that comes out nowadays
3: yeah I, I mean it's that's probably true uh
2: because now pe- like yeah the technology's gotten better but i feel like part of you know we I mean, we've talked about this uh previously as far as the uh people sending things out kind of half cocked like they don't they don't necessarily figure out the voice chat system you yeah. know in game depending on the game you know who who knows but uh dude that that is I think accurate. Yeah. Sorry, I just got I just got accosted by two dogs.
1: Oh oh. Yeah, they heard you yeah. talking about social gaming and they were like, oh I want in. Yeah. I got a cat right here begging for food, so I, I feel your
3: pain. <laughs> yeah.
1: Cool dude. All right. And then uh and then we got into PC gaming, right? And that's when things got a little weird and janky. So <laughs> I'm gonna bring up this and see if you remember uh, how this worked. But remember when you wanted to raid in WoW and there was no like easy way to talk to each other and there was this thing, yeah. co- there, there was these programs called TeamSpeak or Ventrilo. Oh, yeah. And you had to like get their IP addresses and their server names and all kinds of wacky stuff and then they'd have to like, it was kind of like a really janky version of Discord. It,
2: I think it was like the start of Discord. Yeah. You know? It was, it was the origination of, of exactly what we use every day
3: now, Discord. Uh, there, there, what's the other one that's for work? Barker? Uh, Slack. Like Slack, that. yeah. That's, that's exactly like Discord. Yeah, agreed. Well, cool. Yeah, there we go. I fixed your video. You were, you were wigging out. Yeah, I remember Teamspeak and uh,
1: Ventrilo. Like, it was like step one of proving that you were ready to raid was like if you could make it into the to the stupid Ventrilo server without screwing it up with like the right name and everything.
2: And if you weren't in there, then you weren't allowed in the raid. And there was always like a host who was a a guild member, higher ranking, because he shelled out twenty five dollars a month to like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, wasn't, like, it wasn't free back. No, in the day. He, had
1: a, he had to pay for the server, or whatever. So you however, you that had worked. to
2: pay for the server, right? That people could then join, and yeah, it was crazy.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm very uh, stoked that we've, we've come a long way since then. I do also remember a time where we, where we would get up on Skype with the raid because that was
3: like the new hotness. Yep, because you could have video. Uh, and then you can you finally got to see what, like your,
1: your wow raid team looked like IRL and it was, uh... yeah. and you were a little cons- concerned, <laughs> yeah. dude, you got to yeah. get outside. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Just kidding guys. Just kidding. Oh, sweet. Uh,
3: let's see what happened. The next step kind of, what are you thinking? Like blizzard chat? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know when Blizzard chat came came about. uh, But probably. Blizzard chat discord was probably about the same time.
1: Yeah. Xbox Live, obviously, they they iterated and made their stuff better and and easier. But yeah. um, So then you ran into this this new age in gaming where cross play and cross platform caused the whole new issue and, and it, it kind of derives the need of for discord. Like I really wish discord worked on Xbox
3: and PlayStation somehow. Yeah, that would make our lives way better. Yeah. Um, also easy
2: in the chat said, do you ever use Xbox Xbox connect? I never did. He said free multiplayer client before Xbox live to trick your Xbox into thinking it was on a LAN." Did you ever use that
1: oh weird no i don't remember that oh yeah yeah yeah. that's how you had to play uh you could play halo the original that way and it and it just thought it was on a lan and you could like link up if you had to. i can't remember exactly how it worked but you yeah, yeah i remember that Yeah, i
2: know i never did but
1: dude speaking now that i'm remembering LAN parties i do remember this was cool at uh, the air force academy say what you will about it but it probably works the same way in uh, other universities, but when you had your Xbox on the like university network, you could just randomly find people playing Halo and just join them. Like hop in there and be like, all right, 1v, 1v1 me on midship, homie. Oh, really? Yeah. And you'd be like, and then peop- we, people started finding out about each other, like who was good in each squadron. And then, like, you'd you'd start, like, moving up the ranks in which games you could join. And it
3: got real, like, elitist, but, you know. Oh, that's funny. (laughs) Yeah, it was kind of cool. And nerdy. Yeah. Which is good. Cool, now we're we're on Discord, and all things are
1: muto bene, except (laughs) sometimes you try to play a game that supposedly has in-game chat with cross-platform. And, uh, it don't work like how I'm trying to talk to the people on destiny on Xbox and PlayStation and it don't work. No worky.
2: Yeah. That's annoying.
3: Yeah.
1: Some of those issues are so strange. So I, I don't know if I told you this, but I told someone else, but I signed into my Titan on you told me, yeah. <laughs> and I hear everyone just fine. So it's literally only on my Hunter that I cannot hear anyone, which makes which zero makes, sense. Yeah. Same, it
2: no sense at all.
1: It's the same settings. I don't
2: know. Yeah. Um, I will tell you uh not like since we're talking about Discord and in game chat, uh so Shannon and I went to dinner uh this evening and she was saying she saw your text about, you know, social gaming and what, what we were gonna kinda of talk about. Yeah. And she was like, Well, I think it's really cool because from her perspective She's not a, a gamer. You know, she allows me to come up here for a few hours every day and uh <laughs> game. But from her perspective, she said it's it's really cool because um you know, especially for us who have moved around. Obviously we're stationed in Korea together, we were stationed in South Carolina together. Uh so we we go back quite a ways, but um it's cool from her perspective to see me you know, kind of continue to move around and yet keep the same relationships, right? Yeah. And from what she said, she's like, initially when, you know, she thought of me gaming, it was just me up here in my room alone. Yeah. Spending spending hours, you know, locked up here talking to nobody, but she has <laughs> very quickly realized that that is it is most certainly a social thing, right? Despite oh, not yeah. being face-to-face, it is... You know we're just we're hanging out just in a different setting you know
1: right it is cool i tell jen all the time like if it wasn't for the social aspect of it i would be gaming a lot less so thanks guys
2: (laughs) oh absolutely i and i think i talked about that last week uh as far as destiny right destiny is a great game and i love it but it's way way less fun when the boys aren't on you know and that's why we've been playing so much Fortnite recently Because we have you know a few of us that log on constantly and are just like anybody up for Fortnite or fork knife, fork Uh, knife, and uh, so it's it's very cool to be able to have that social aspect because of the the apps and
1: things and in game chat. Yeah, Discord has really uh, been a game changer, right? Because now not only well we lost you one second. Not only do you have like this in-game chat, right, or whatever games you're playing, but now you got this constantly running like social conversation with your homies and you got all kinds of different servers and you can have different friend groups. And it's just really cool that you can uh, build these little communities. And, and like you said, keep in touch with like, to me, like we play so much together and this podcast helps obviously, but like it doesn't really feel like we're not, like we don't see each other every day it's kind of weird but yeah
3: No, yeah for sure
2: yeah I mean as far you know we could we could be next door neighbors and talk less
1: right exactly yeah (laughs) yeah I don't talk to my neighbor but I talk to you guys every day yeah it's kind of cool and uh really neat especially being in the military being all over the world like we can play with our friends who are stationed in Japan like no problem um, we play with Jimmy yeah. every once in a while when, when the timing lines up and he's in Korea. Um, yeah. So pretty neat. And uh, just a whole new landscape when it comes to socializing. So to kind of piggyback on that and, and talk about where we're kind of going, I don't know you don't have a whole lot of experience with this, but VR is introducing a whole new element of this into not just gaming, but like everyday life. So I don't know how much you've looked at this stuff, but like you, you and I could, if we both had Oculus Quest, we could meet in this little, like, wherever we want, really, Live, fake living room, fake movie theater, top of Mount Everest, and we could watch a movie at the same time, and then look over at each other's little avatars and be like, "Oh, that was weird," and we'd be like chatting with each other at the same time. So it's like, yeah, we're we're getting into a realm. I don't know whether you like it or not, but. At some point, we're all going to be sitting around, you know, BS and <laughs> imagine a world where you're you're drinking with your homies, but you're not because <laughs> you're you're in separate parts of the world and you, you each have a beer, but you got headsets strapped to your face and you're talking about shooting the shit about the good old days. I just I, it's going to be funky and cool if it works out right. Um, but have you seen any of these type of experiences?
2: Uh, No. <laughs> I was going to say, watching a movie on Mount Everest with a beer in our hands sounds uh, awfully romantic. (laughs) Yeah. uh, Um, I'll
1: bring bring the candles.
2: (laughs) Yeah. um, But, you know, if you haven't seen the newest rendition of, I I don't know if it's a remake or if it's uh, just based off the book, but Ready Player One, uh, I think we're very quickly trending in that direction where people are, you know, you log into a game with your... Uh, vr headset on and kind of exists there and it's fun because it's not real life not to say real life isn't great you know go outdoors touch the grass every once in a while (laughs) um but i think you know it's obviously trending in that direction as far as like yep that's where people are going to exist some of the time most of the time hopefully not but
1: I'll talk a little bit about an experience. Not, I won't get too into the details because we're going to have a whole episode about virtual reality once, once we get Swift on board. But uh, yeah. there's, a, there's this game. I can't remember what it's called, but here's the gist of it. H- have you read Ender's Game? Yes. Okay. You know the game that they play? Yep. In that big like open area. Okay. Yeah. Hey, Matt, it's that in VR, right? You have a body. But instead of shooting each other, there's a, what essentially is a Frisbee that floats. okay. And there's two goals on each end of this giant arena, and it's like a six on six. Basically, so ulti- it's, a- it's like ultimate it's- Frisbee, except there's no gravity. And okay. you're, you're passing the, the Frisbee to each other, and then like pushing, there's like obstacles and stuff in the way, and you, you push off of them and, and catch it, and throw it and you're trying to throw it through this little goal and there's like somebody can be a goalie if they want but yeah so not only is that cool like on a on a gaming like experience level but when you first start before the round starts you're in this little room before they let you into the arena and everyone's sitting around like coming up with the strategy of what we're going to do. All right. You're going to run down the left wing and I'll, t- I'll go get the Frisbee or whatever the disc and I'll pass it to you off the wall. And you, you two go around and block these two guys. And it's like, what is happening? This is a like serious sporting event now. Uh, yeah. it kinda, it's crazy. And it, it kind of changes your perspective on what social gaming can be. But,
2: no, absolutely. Especially if there's people you don't know and you're just you just join yeah. this lobby and people are talking, probably talking over each other to come up with the best strategy. Yeah, it, it, everyone's it reminds, screaming. Yeah. It just when you said that it just reminds me of a VR like Quidditch.
1: Yeah, that's what it, Harry it Potter kind of feels like that. They could probably make yeah. Quidditch on VR and it would be really probably. cool. Probably. Yeah. Uh, another kind of thing that I was looking into was there's like a an app where you can load up some board games. So you're telling me you can finally pl- oh quit yeah there
2: you go. yeah exactly yeah. I was that's what I was laughing at easy was like wait I can play Quidditch
1: you can finally win the championship <laughs> with Gryffindor easy your that's lifelong right. dream now easy's more of a Hufflepuff guy yeah he's definitely Hufflepuffing yeah <laughs> cool there was another thing I looked into that's it, it's essentially board games that you play in a VR space with people and they link up via the interwebs and. uh And then you go, all right, let's play, uh, I don't know, Monopoly or whatever. And uh, users can. um, It's Lambency. Thank you for rating with your party of three. Welcome to the chat, guys. We're just talking about uh, VR social gatherings, but I was talking about this app where you can play um, video games or uh, sorry, board games with other homeboys around. Um, But there's also like a, a Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, version of it it's lamb and c raid first time chat welcome and uh hit that little follow button if you want to hook a brother up and we're happy to have you here as we talk about vidya games thank you
3: so uh yeah dude someday you and i are going to be playing uh i don't know cards against humanity virtually oh yeah (laughs) i'm i'm down
1: yeah I was playing. <laughs> oh, I got to tell you one more story, one more VR story, because it's funny. Thanks for following. It's see Really appreciate it. Um, that puts us at thirty-five. Swift, push it up. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so I'm <laughs> playing table tennis, right? Ping pong. There's a there's an app on there, and I'm playing with this guy, and we're kind of chatting. It matches you up, and you can opt out of the the chat with them or not, but uh, and <laughs> I, I go to hit the ball, and it. It goes cross table and I can see him kind of what I perceive as like diving for it. And then I hear this like. And his little like where you it shows you kind of like where his nugget is and where his hands are. Yeah, they they fall. They like stop moving and they just sit there for like five minutes. And I'm like, are you OK? And he never <laughs> responded. So I kill the guy playing virtual uh, ping pong.
2: Dude, that it doesn't surprise me. I've seen so many. This is why I don't. I don't do it because I've heard stories of people like doing stuff in on the Oculus, and they think they're standing up, but they're bent over looking at the floor, or jumping into walls, or TVs. Like it's just too much. You need yeah. you need a harness to anchor you into a certain spot, and that that's it. Because otherwise, you're gonna just cause yourself injury or your home injury.
1: Yeah, it's it's pretty funny. I've had a couple situations like that, but my buddy Will told me that he almost punched a hole in his uh, TV playing yeah. beat, beat Saber, so be careful. Be careful out there. <laughs> All right, last thing I wanted to talk about when it comes to social gaming uh, is Switch has kind of changed the game a little bit, brought it back to some of that co-op, playing on the same screen, same time kind of stuff. Um, so I know you and I have had some really cool experiences where a few of us have switches right and we just bring our joy cons over like hotel rooms or whatever and we play overcooked or whatever yeah so what are your what are your thoughts on the switch like being like the the premier social gaming machine
2: i love it, it, it i mean it like we talked about earlier it, it brings me back to being on the couch yeah. You know, game game with the the buddies from the neighborhood because that's all that was available. And so, you know, you talk about overcook. We we love that game. We played it a lot when we were <laughs> Uh It it always ends up in a shouting match because somebody's not dicing the lettuce or whatever. Um, but
1: <laughs> well, really, uh, it's <laughs> easy. Just starts throwing cucumbers at you, and you're like, "What are you doing?"
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but it, it's it's great because again, you plug you know you put that thing in the dock and then everyone gets a controller, and you can just sit there and game with the boys, bringing you right back.
1: yeah, they've got some switches just nailing it when it comes to that like they really understand that feeling of like playing with your friends like on the same couch, and they're they're just killing it. yeah, yeah, all the Mario games like have
3: some form of. Co op that you can do. And I don't know, man. It's the Joy Con thing. Like the fact that you can just have
1: eight controllers if four of you have things or uh, switches is really cool.
3: Yeah, it's very cool.
1: All right, man. Any other thoughts on social gaming that we haven't touched on?
2: No, we I mean, we've come a long way. Yeah. Right? From like just you and I's lifetime. So. Uh, excited to see where we continue to go. Um, yeah, it's Lamency, GoldenEye, 7 Oh Seven. Don't don't screen peek or you know. There's this sp- had the the four <laughs> four all four screens on the same screen, so you could literally just look over to see where somebody was. But that was you know frowned upon uh, to you, say the least.
1: There's a special place in hell for people who screen peek, uh, especially <laughs> especially in Mario Kart, like. Oh yeah, how'd yeah. you know, how'd you know I was uh, throwing a red shell at you? What's up? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, cool. All right, good conversation, man. I love I love where we're at with uh, with gaming and and its social aspect. Like, if you're out there playing video games by yourself all the time, there's definitely like games that are fun to play alone and kind of get lost in the world, but you're missing a, out on a whole lot with uh, with not. Not joining with others and Discord. Like, I, I feel like I work for Discord because I'm constantly telling you how valuable of an asset it is. But you can find servers for anything and join with people to play any game you can imagine. It's really cool,
2: yeah. It's pretty amazing. And yeah. like you said, if you want to get in there and spend time with the boys, download Discord first. Get a PC, right? If you don't have one already, then yeah. download Discord. Super easy to connect with people if you don't have a group already. Uh, if you feel like you know taking chill time, you want to decompress from a long day at work, in an argument, some stress in your life, then play unpacking and just sit there in silence and organize a room. <laughs> I'm for it. You know, I'm gonna try yeah. it. I'm gonna. Become, I, I, I'm, <laughs> I literally yeah. pulled it up after we talked about it. I pulled it up on Steam. It's 19.99. I think I'm gonna buy it. Cause it just looks so therapeutic. Click. <laughs>
1: Sweet dude. Yeah. Uh, and if you, uh, if you're looking for a squad to play with, go ahead and search bonsai gaming. We'd be happy to have you join the, uh, the crew and we, we get in there and have a good time. We don't take it too seriously. And uh, oh, yeah. unless your KD's is too low, then you can't play with us, but <laughs>
2: mine, well, I think mine's the lowest, so
1: cool. it'll be fine. All right, dude. Great chat. Let's get into
3: what we played this week. All right, chat. I know I said I would never play this game, but the time has
1: come. He did it. I downloaded and played and bought the battle pass for Fortnite, (laughs) all because of the stupid no build. And I love it. It, It's so good, right? Yeah, it was. I'm I find myself like wanting to play it all the time, which is bad. Oh, it's great. Um, think my initial thoughts. So I guess it helped that right when I started playing, it was like Star Wars stuff in there. So like I log in, drop with you guys, which I guess I didn't really know this at the beginning. But like we won our first four matches probably because they were all bots. But, you know, this this game is really easy. Um, but then like I go to play the next day and there's just like lightsabers and laser guns and you can get Luke's lightsaber and I'm like this game is awesome and then I get killed by Dr. Strange wielding a raised lightsaber I'm like what is happening yeah I'm totally yeah. for it I know you've you guys I held out as long as I could Swift got me and uh, he's he's he, while he may be imper- I, Im, impermeable to social uh, what is it impervious P- impervious to peer pressure I am not yeah. so <laughs> cool so there you have it I am a Fortnite battle proud battle pass owner and uh yeah love you it can, you can watch me streaming at uh, twitch.tv slash the stroke um, and watch me sucking but now at least I don't have to build and suck
2: yeah, the building, as soon as they introduced that no-build mode, that's when I downloaded it, and I, oh, man. Yeah, it's fun. If you've, if you've listened to any of the past three or so podcasts, like, you know, I'm, I'm all for it.
1: I say, I'll tell you what they do better than all the other BRs. It's kind of like the meta collecting game that they got going on, um, where you, like, are trying to do different quests and, you know, visit different areas or blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah. all, all the other BRs try to do that, but I just don't give a crap about it. And right. I find, in Fortnite, I find myself being like, oh, let's, let's log off these quests and do the dailies and the weeklies, and it's kind of cool.
3: Yeah. But
1: that did give me the bug for uh, other BRs. <laughs> so I also played and up, updated and played Apex Legends for the first time in a while, and they've got this uh, arena mode, I think it's called. I played with uh, oh, Buddy yeah. Toast and it, it's basically three-on-three three battle yep. royale, and it's a lot of fun. Uh, had a good time playing that. It's like nice. It's like a baby of
3: CSGO, because you could buy guns at the beginning, and, I don't know, gunfight from... Uh, Valorant. Call of
1: Duty, Valorant, a little bit, and then yeah. all, the, all the trappings of Apex Legends that makes it fun. So had a good right. time with that. Uh, other than that, I played a little bit of Elden Ring. I, I don't know what it is about that game that makes I'm like scared to go fight the bosses. So I'm literally just grinding, like you said, trolls trying to kill stuff to get more runes. I'm like, at what yep. point at what point do I put my big boy pants
3: on and uh, and go after Marget? But. You know, yeah. Just taking it nice and easy. Yep. Appreciating
1: the scenery. Oh, what theater. level are you now? Uh, eighteen. Okay. Elden Ring. Maybe there's an example,
3: or like the the Souls like games, the Souls games. A story game with a forced multiplayer. Yeah, you I don't know. I don't know. It's not forced, but like it's in there, and it's kind of janky,
1: right? Like you have to use all these weird things to make it work, and invade yeah. I, I don't know it just seems compared to the rest of the game it's very clunky in my opinion but
3: yeah all right and then uh the only other
1: thing i played was kirby with the little guy not much more to say about that it's fun you got a kid na-
2: naked little guy
1: mm, yeah <laughs>
3: <laughs> sorry guys uh <laughs> uh yeah anyways uh cool what'd you get into um
2: so this week I, did, I honestly didn't play a ton of games. I played Fortnite. Uh finally got you in there. We need to get easy in there. Easy. Mm-hmm. I'm,
1: oh, I I, play, I did play HotS. I like.
2: Oh, you did. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, I know every time we play HotS, I try to convince uh Easy and Tyler to to get on the uh Fortnite no build train. And they keep saying they don't want to do it, but I feel like Easy would love it just knowing him. like He would <laughs> he, absolutely love the game.
1: He was pretty staunch against uh, Destiny. I'm surprised he held out. I know. Um,
2: so I played Fortnite. Uh, like Tave said, it's been fun. Uh, that no-build mode is fun. We won a game earlier, Joe and I, uh, earlier this morning. Because I had to wake up at like 5.30 to take my
3: parents to the airport. So I spent my morning morning gaming. Um, other than that, I played not a ton, honestly. I don't think I actually played any other video games. Nice. It's been a... So coming
2: off nights, right? We flew nights for six weeks. And then this week we were flying days. And then it was only a... Th- three-day fly week because uh, of graduation. And like we had a sports day on Thursday uh, with the squadron and the AMU. So i uh, just been busy. So I, I really didn't play much else. I'm, I'm level 17 in Elden Ring. I, want, I, I love the game. I know I've said it over and over. I want to keep doing it. I just keep getting myself into these weird situations where I die over and over, and I'm just like, well, uh, I'm going to take a break. <laughs> and then I don't go back for it. For, to it for a few days um we have a buddy
3: um tonic who was uh uh in our squadron at shaw and he
2: messaged us i was like hey anybody need help with the Ring? i'm really loving loving the uh the feel of the game the game is a masterpiece just like we've been preaching and i was like what level are you and he said 200 something and i was just like oh my goodness
1: like, he is he is on every time I'm on Discord. Like, right yeah, now. Elden Ring yeah. playing Elden Ring playing
2: Elden Ring. Yeah, I know. Um, so obviously and I actually so I thought about bringing it up when you were talking about it, I was like, oh, wait, I saw a guy. I don't know how I got the ad, probably because I was just on YouTube looking at gaming videos. Um, but I saw a guy who was max level. 713 or something yikes and he was fighting bosses and basically one hitting them like one shotting them with his little dual blades how um,
1: I don't understand that how do,
2: I don't know I think uh, the guy has probably played every second of every day since it came out
3: because I don't know how else you get to that level yikes um huh so yeah teach me your ways something to strive for you know
1: (laughs) yeah uh maybe (laughs) yeah so
2: i don't know uh but again i want to get i'm i'm gonna play elden ring i'm gonna
3: finish god of war Mm. Um, but just haven't gotten there yet well cool man yeah sometimes you you get a
1: light gaming week and it's no big deal you know life life has its way of sucking all the fun out of it but
2: (laughs) Yeah, and then also my parents were in town from Thursday to today, so yeah, yeah. I didn't get didn't get much time to myself up here uh, gaming.
3: So, yeah was was your dad ever uh, into any games? Um, no, no. You kidding
2: me, dude? He was too busy promoting in the Air Force. Yeah, he didn't, he didn't care about video games. He
1: didn't have time for that. He was shining his shoes. <laughs> yeah, he was. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Cool. Well, that's what we played this week, guys. And uh, I did want to mention a lot of you guys reached out, just kind of give me some words of support after uh, I talked about a little bit of, uh, you know, that PTSD stuff. And uh, I just want to say thank you very much. I appreciate a lot. And uh, it meant, you know, it made me feel a lot better. And I'm feeling pretty good these days. So hopefully that continues on the up and up. And uh, just want to thank you guys for the support in that realm.
3: Cool man. Anything else to say to uh viewers slash listeners before we uh sign out? Oh. Cool dude. Good episode. You can find us at omg underscore
1: podcast gg on Twitter and Insta. And you can reach out to us at omg podcast gg at gmail dot com. Let us know how we're doing, things you like, things you hate, and things you uh want to hear on future episodes, and we'd be glad to uh and make that happen for you. You can also find our episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and at omgpodcast.podbean.com or anywhere else you find your podcasts.
0: You've been with that, we'll leave you with podcast. this
1: thought just because Designed you have to grow up doesn't mean you should stop playing games. games. Game adults on, gamers, and we'll see you next so week you constantly for one more game. About it. Swift, see ya. nag see ya.
0: nag, nag. We hope you've enjoyed the show. We know we had a blast. Find the One More Game podcast where you get your podcasts. Hit us up on Instagram at OMG OMGPodcastGG and on Twitter at OMG underscore PodcastGG. Until next time, they'll keep nagging and we'll keep playing. See you next time on the One More Game podcast.